Hi, and welcome to Average Joe's Football Podcast. I'm Mike, and I'm here with my co-host, Tim. How's it going, everybody? Welcome, welcome to the Wild Card Weekend. Super Wild Card Weekend. You're right. Excuse me. We had another game, so now it's super duper. Right. We had the same conversation last week. <laughs> <laughs> it's really super, super now that we have one extra, two extra games. It's exhilarating. Yep. Also, I'm so excited. I started drooling at the left side of my mouth when I was doing the intro. <laughs> I can feel I had the cough drop. Naomi, I had cough drop in my mouth. So I had the cough <laughs> drop here and I felt it coming out of the left side. <laughs> I was like, welcome to ours. <laughs> this man is um, a father, everyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm crying. Okay. Oh, anyway, super hot. Why call weekend? Very excited. Um, I know I can't. I did have a beer before this. So, um, <laughs> Very exciting. Obviously, uh, a lot of teams have been eliminated, which we'll get into. Uh, we're not going to recap week 18. I think everyone knows at this point what happened and what's going on. And honestly, some of the games were downright atrocious. So, um, especially the Browns Bengals. That was, that was so bad. Um, now we're going to dive into the games, talk about what we think is going to happen, talk about the crazy coaching carousel going on right now, our opinions on that, and we'll see what happens. Yep. The one thing I will point out before uh, we get into the wild card games, just because it was the craziest thing in my mind that happened this past weekend, the Saints Falcons game. Where did you see this? The score at the end. <laughs> yeah, well, like, I sent you the meme, didn't I? The the video, right? I don't think so. The Dave Chappelle. Did, oh, I thought I did. I not send no. it to you. No. Hold on, I'll find it. Go ahead. You go ahead. But yeah, so in case you missed it, the Saints beat the Falcons like 48 to 17. And it should have been 41 to 17, but the Saints decided to give Jamal Williams his one and only touchdown of the year um, with like under a minute left. And so the clock hits zero, the coaches go out, and you see Arthur Smith, the Falcons head coach, basically say, What the F are you doing to. Dennis Allen, the Saints head coach. And Dennis Allen, like, you see the back of his head, and he's, like, got his hands up and stuff. And they interview afterwards, and Dennis Allen is like, I told the guys to kneel. And then Jason – or Jameis Winston was like, yeah, we talked as an offense, and we're like, we want to get Jamal this touchdown. <laughs> well, he, I think he said something along – oh, no, that's the, um, that's the video. Never mind. you got to watch the video real quick. Yeah. But then Arthur Smith gets fired, so it's like it didn't even matter anyways. Yeah, you were just mad you got scored on. Right. right. Watch watch that real quick. It's like four seconds long, and I'm going to talk. Right. <laughs> going to spice everything up. But, yeah, that was a – that was a, I saw a recap on that, and they were like, um, you know, they should cut Winston right away. And I'm like, you know what? Like, grow up. Like, just I, – I'm, yes, was it immature to score the touchdown? Yeah. But at the same time, like, just it's, – it's a freaking kid's game. Like, shut up. You're just mad you lost. If you yeah. were to have won that game and they scored a touchdown, you wouldn't you wouldn't have given a crap. Mm-hmm. But the fact – and, like, you're just big babies, like, whatever. So that's why you got fired. You ain't being a baby about it. I mean, the the biggest thing to me was, like, if your head coach is calling a play and your offense is just like, nah, like, is he really the head coach? Yeah, that, 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 that is a problem. Because I, I feel like, like um, – why can I not think – I keep wanting to say Dan Quinn. Who is the coach of the Lions? Uh, Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell. I feel like if Jared Goff did that, he'd break his little back over Dan Campbell's knee. You know, yeah. Mike Vrabel, I get the same feeling. Mike Tomlin, same feeling. Like, I'm like, they might actually murder you. Belichick would somehow trade you to the XFL. Yeah. And Dennis Allen's like, I don't know what happened. I mean, yeah, you're right. Was it immature to do? Yes. Was it a big deal? My opinion, no. As a head coach, is it a big deal? Yes, because you're. Yeah. I, I, there would have been. There should have been some helmet grabbing and some communication there. Right. You know. But overall, I thought it was kind of funny. So. Yeah. Anyway. Sorry, you stuck it with seven, ten, seven and ten for three years. Not my problem. Exactly. <laughs> um. All right. Let's dive into this bad boy. I got some fun facts. Well, I have one fun fact about one game. <laughs> But it's really fun, so it's like four facts. I have some fun fact. <laughs> fun fact. Fun fact. That's all I got. Um, so good news is we have Saturday games, which are more fun because I can actually enjoy myself drinking without feeling like crap on Monday, even though I'm off on Monday. I'm going on a tangent. Here we go. 
Browns Texans 4:30 on Saturday. Mm -hmm. So, you ready for my fun fact? Yes. Joe Flacco has never lost in the wild card round. What? He's undefeated. That is a fun fact. Isn't it a fun fact? I thought it was pretty fun. Um, That's crazy. I know. And this game is split. So, like, the Browns are favored by 0.5%. I guess technically 1%, but they're both five half percent right. away from 50. So, um, they're a two point favorite on the betting line. Yeah. It's close. And I don't know. Like, I, I believe, and just kind of, we can dive into this a little deeper because we don't have so many games, but mm -hmm. I mean, I think the, the Texans offense, if Stroud is on, I don't think the Browns can keep up. Uh, I think they can play well. And I, I want either, either of these teams winning will be fun for me mm -hmm. to see what they can do with these are two crazy quarterback situations and it'll be fun to watch, but. Stroud is a he's a he's the he has to be a unanimous rookie of the year and offensive rookie of the year. And I don't know. I, I'm curious to see how he handles his defense. Yeah, I think uh it'll be interesting to see Cleveland because they rested so many guys this past week. Like you just you never know what's going to happen when guys get that break and get out of that rhythm. And, I, I mean, Flacco was sitting on the couch two months ago, so I think he'll be okay. But, like, those other guys needed rest. I know Miles Garrett's been banged up all year. But um, I just – I have a hard time believing Houston – like, they're such a young team. Yeah. And sometimes that works in your favor in the playoffs because you just don't know what you don't know. And you just play loose and play fun. But, like – Flacco has won a Super Bowl. He is kind of like not really on a revenge tour, but he's just like all these other teams were like, no, we're good. And then Cleveland gave him a shot and he's just tearing it up. Yep. It'll be fun. I'm excited for that game. Be very fun. I, I agree. And yeah, Flacco, he has nothing to lose. There's no pressure. Mm -hmm. He's done more for the Browns in the last eight weeks than anyone could have hoped for. Yeah. So like he can't, just to get him in the playoffs, this is huge. So there's no pressure where a lot of quarterbacks, you know, if you're Ritter in Atlanta, you're sweating because, mm -hmm. like, you're playing for your livelihood. He could give two craps about what's going on. I mean, right. I don't think I've ever heard Joe Flacco speak until an interview like two weeks ago where he was saying if he would have made some dumb decisions in high school, he could have been these guys' dads. Right. I, I, don't, I couldn't tell you the time before that last time I heard him actually speak to the media. I just yeah. – I don't remember. Um. Yeah, I, I am very curious to see what happens here. But, yeah, Cleveland's defense is really good. I hope Stroud just tears it up. I mean, I, I was telling Johnson, I was like, I'm really glad I bought my C.J. Stroud Ohio State jersey when I could because mm -hmm. it's all gone up now because he's doing so well. Yeah. So, But the one thing people don't talk about are the turnovers. So Flacco is fun to watch. Mm -hmm. He's got 13 touchdowns, which is amazing. He's also got eight interceptions. So I think that's the key – and the Texans have a good defense, so it's going to be a good game either way. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Like, we we talk about C.J. Stroud and what he was doing, but, like, Nico Collins had a huge game against the Colts. Mm -hmm. And not only that, like, Singletary had some big runs. Like, I don't know where he came from. He never ran yeah. in Buffalo. Um, so, like, it's really going to have to be a team effort because – like we've talked about, Cleveland's defense is really good. And if Flacco is hitting Cooper and Njoku and that offense is humming, like Houston's going to have a tough time. Yeah. So what's your gut say, Cleveland or Houston? I think Cleveland. I, okay. I mean, I think they are going into the playoff. On the AFC side, they're going in as the second or third best team. Like yeah. Baltimore is playing the best. And then Buffalo and Cleveland are kind of right there at two and three. Yep. I'd agree with that. I mean, I agree with the one, two, three. I'm actually I would I'd pick Houston in this one. Really? I think I think Flacco's turnover is gonna come back and bite him in the butt. That's what I think. I think that the Texans defense will capitalize. Ford has been a decent running back, but it's not he hasn't been great. He's been good. Mm -hmm. Uh so I really do I, I think it'll be a really good game, but I think if it comes down to who's gonna drive the ball down the field and score. It'll be Stroud. 
I think Stroud will be able to put that last second drive together to down three or whatever and actually win the game. Mm. Well, that's what my psychic told me. So we'll see what no, happens. Well, they've never been wrong. Yeah, exactly. She gave me a uh, told me I was cursed, gave me a five dollar bracelet to ward off evil till the end of the week. So, <laughs> and that's why. Yeah, that's why you won the pickums two years in a row, right? Well, what happened, Tim, is you upset me by beating my ass two years in a row. So then I got a psychic. So now you have. No <laughs> so I'm gonna text you like this when it, when, it, when the Texans win the game. Be like, I told you. Yeah, she uh-huh. knows. She also does voodoo dolls if you're interested. So. Oh. Yeah. All right. So the next one. So this is, I think it's going to be a better game than anyone thinks. Um, Chiefs, Dolphins. So same record. You got a wild card team and a division leader with the same, the winner with the same, uh, uh, I can't even talk, record. Is this the Chiefs, since Mahomes has taken over, is this the first time they've played in the wild card round? Uh, I think so. I know he's never had a road playoff game. Maybe that's it. Okay, I think that's what it is. No, no, never had a road playoff game. He almost did. Mm-hmm. Almost just couldn't pull it off. But, um, yeah, I think this will be a really good game. The, the Chiefs are favored, but I don't know. I the the Dolph, the Dolphins defense or excuse me offense is I think much better than Mahomes' offense. And it's nothing against Mahomes. His receivers are. Literal human garbage. They cannot catch a football to save their life. Mm-hmm. Um, they should. I think they should be like fourteen and like what three. <laughs> you, yeah. you you go back and look at these drop balls. I watched one on Monday Night Football where Mahomes they launched it. Manning was like, "That's a touchdown," and they just just completely dropped it. I'm like, "Oh, it just gives me anxiety." So, yeah. uh, but Tyreek seems like a revenge person to me, and I think he's going to take full advantage of being back in Kansas City. Yeah, the there are a couple of things with this. Um, I guess in Kansas City, and Kansas City has one of the best home field advantages in the NFL, um, just with the volume in that stadium. We had a buddy of ours that went to the game last year when Cincinnati was playing Kansas City, and he said it was one of the loudest games he's ever been to. Um, the other thing, Miami hasn't beaten any good teams. That's true. Yeah. They beat they beat Dallas, and that was a good game. That was a close game. Uh, and then the third thing that's on my mind is they're just banged up. Like, yeah, we think Jalen Waddle will play. We think Mostert will play, but like Bradley Chubb is out. He got hurt last week. Um, they've got a couple other injuries. I think on their line, it. I think it'll be a good game because Kansas City is just not the Kansas City that they've been. But going with my gut, it'll probably be like Kansas City is down two points with two minutes left, and Mahomes get the, gets the ball back and drives it down, and they get a field goal and win. Like I yeah. think it'll be one of those things where it's Mahomes being Mahomes and finding a way to win. Well, yeah, as he has all year because he has to. Mm-hmm. Have you looked at the weather? No. So the high, the high from the day is six. Oof. The wind is between 10 to 20 miles an hour. So that, we're going to have feels like negative temperatures at night. That or, definitely favors the Chiefs. Yeah. My, those, little, those little porpoises aren't going to be able to play in the cold. They're going to they're gonna <laughs> lose it. Actually, that's not true. Waddle will be fine. He's a penguin. But everyone else, <laughs> he's one of those South African penguins, and never mind. But uh, I've, got, I've gone off a tangent here. But, but the point is, it's cold, and the Dolphins aren't going to do well. Mm-hmm. Um I am really curious about that. It's I mean it's gonna be cold here, let alone I mean the low at night is negative nine. Actually the games at night, excuse me, never mind. Negative yeah. nine is the low. That's before the win. Yep. Yeah, this is gonna be a fun Saturday. I'm so excited to watch <laughs> football on Saturday. The thing that's annoying is it's exclusively on Peacock. What? Yeah. I have to sign back up for Peacock. Right. Why would they they that's gotta kill their viewership? Right. Like it has to be that NBC is paying some ungodly amount of money to the NFL to do that. But then you're you have to cut your viewership in half for that. Yeah, because I gotta sign up for it. Like 
That's annoying. I'm glad you told me, though. I mean, I'm definitely going to do it, but there's another point. <laughs> I'm not going to not watch the football game. That'd be awkward. Right. right. Um, all right. What's your gut say? Dolphins or – I mean, it sounds like you're going to pick the Chiefs based on your explanation. Yeah, my gut's saying Chiefs. Like, And with the weather report, it's definitely saying Chiefs. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go Miami on this. Maybe it's the underdog in me, but Kansas City – they put when the Bengals played them last three years, I was terrified. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, there's I hate saying someone's better than the Bengals, but I'm like, I, they, uh, I mean, they're they're incredible. The Chiefs were incredible. Mm-hmm. They don't really, I'm like, yeah, it's the Chiefs. And we were there, we were in Denver and Washington. I was like, man, eh. yeah, nothing to write home. I don't care how good your defense was, Mahomes never let it happen to him ever. Yeah, I mean, I think this is their one win in the playoffs this year. Yeah, they get bounced next week, but. Yeah, they won't. I don't think they'll make a run. I think they're going to have to. If T. Higgins goes in the offseason, I swear I will lose it. I mean, if I'm T. Higgins, that's what I'm doing. But that's not the point. Like, Dude, I would I'm, be pissed. Like, the oh, Chiefs yeah. need to stop winning my division. It's awful. Yeah, yeah, that's a really personal for you. I mean, me, it's annoying because I know eventually you're going to have to go through them, but you're like twice a year. So <laughs> don't you sign him. Right. Like, Evans is free. T. Higgins is going to be free. Like, there's a lot of receivers actually that are going to be free agents next year. Yeah. Okay. So far, we're not agreeing. This is interesting. Nah. Actually, you know what's funny? Tua has better stats than Mahomes. That's he funny. does. Mm-hmm. All right. Diesel piece. All right. So the next game's on Sunday at one. Um, Buffalo versus Pittsburgh. I I don't know how big dropped the battery. Sorry. I don't know how Pittsburgh is even in this. Honestly, I don't know how they made it. I mean, I know they had some good wins the last couple of weeks and got them in. They they earned it fair and square. Mm-hmm. It's just like I just I don't I don't understand it. I don't get it, and I I can't stand the Pittsburgh Steelers. And the fact that Mason Rudolph is the quarterback still blows my mind. Right, like how did they get to ten wins with Kenny Pickett, Mitch Trubisky, and Mason Rudolph as their quarterbacks? I do not know, and it's been it's been really bad. I'm trying to see all the games Pickett played in. Pickett, this is the crazy. Look at this. This is crazy. One, hold on. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Twelve games Pickett played in this year. He threw six touchdowns. Yeah. What a he had a better rookie season. Mm-hmm. He's got a good team. I mean, they put Mason Rudolph in. He did much better than Pickett does. Well, yeah. Um, like, Najee Harris can run now, apparently. We were watching the Seattle game, and it was hard to watch. I was like, Nicole's like, what are they doing? And I'm saying it nicer than she said it, but I'm like, I don't know. But, like, no. Najee sucks. And like, he's, yeah. like, the linemen weren't even making tackles. It was the linebackers and the cornerbacks and safeties that were coming down six yards deep and making tackles. And I'm like, dude, you can win games like this. Just, yep. They did. They just, they just ran him and Warren into the ground, and they just had a chance. Yep. Um, but Buffalo, dude, Josh Allen – I didn't even know this. He has 18 turnovers. Mm-hmm. Sorry, interceptions. I don't know how many turnovers he has. Let's look. Mm-hmm. Now we got time. Let's see here. Fumbles. <laughs> I need fumbles. Why can't I find fumbles, Tim? I'll help you out. Yeah, please do. You're a numbers guy. All right. So interceptions, 18. How would they just put the fumbles on there? <laughs> I'm showing he's lost three fumbles this year. Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, so he's got 21 turnovers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's got 28 touchdowns. Now, well, passing touchdowns, not the 10 rushing touchdowns I think he had. He had 15 rushing touchdowns. That's ridiculous. He led Not a winning league. recipe, but ridiculous nonetheless. He led the league for quarterbacks with combined touchdowns. Okay. That makes sense. I mean, you get 15. I mean, heck, he's at, what, 43? That's a, that's a lot of touchdowns. Yeah. So, I am curious to see how this plays out. I think Buffalo, I think Buffalo, I don't want to say easily takes this, but with Watt with a groin injury or uh, MCL sprain or whatever he has, he's got some sort of, it's not detrimental or anything, but I think Buffalo easily takes this. I, I don't think they can't keep the Buffalo Bills from scoring 21 points, and I don't think Pittsburgh's put them 21 points. So I, I think Buffalo takes this thing easy. Yeah. I mean, I think Buffalo is. They're just a scary team right now. Yeah. Like they, the 
headline when you click on this matchup is that both teams were counted out a month ago and they both made the playoffs. And it's like Josh Allen is just putting Buffalo on his back. The problem is he is turning the ball over a lot. Like, yeah, if he throws a couple of bad interceptions this week against Pittsburgh, or if he fumbles, I, I don't think he'll fumble if that's not really what he's doing. He's just throwing picks. But, like, the Steelers' defense can pick up on that, and it's not like James Cook has been lining it up recently. Yeah. He got that one really big game against Dallas, but he hasn't really been doing that since. Like, this is a sneaky game for Pittsburgh. I think Buffalo ultimately wins it because I think they are a better team. But if the chips fall right, like, Pittsburgh could win this. Yeah. I agree. I think the Pittsburgh's biggest issue is what is officially out. Yeah. So I think that's a problem. But I mean, I don't know. If they win, he'll be back the next week, probably. So. Yeah, I do remember them saying something. Um, like, well, Watt is not on the field. Pittsburgh. I, I mean, they have a winning record when he's on the field, and they have a losing record when he's off the field, like significantly. So. Which makes sense because he's a. He's a. I think he might be better than his brother JJ. Yeah, I mean, JJ's a freak and he's incredible, but TJ's a monster. Yep. So, so you're going Buffalo with me on this one. It seems like. I am. Yeah. I. I just don't. I mean, I. Even if I thought Pittsburgh was going to win, there's there's no part of my soul that could be like, yeah, yeah, totally, let's go Pittsburgh. Like, I, <laughs> not happening, bro. Yeah. Not happening. All right. So we got midday Sunday, four thirty. Cowboys Packers. So this is I – mean, they're, wow, they're not giving the Packers a chance. The Cowboys have a 73.6% chance to win this, which everyone's like hailing Dak as this incredible quarterback, and he's played well. But truthfully, like Jordan Love's right behind him. Mm-hmm. 32 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, Dak's at 36-9. and nine. Like those are pretty close. And I would argue that he has less talent around him, mm-hmm. you know, you know, CD Lamb's a beast. I mean, oh my gosh, almost eighteen hundred yards this year. Yeah, that's incredible. Um, but love, we've talked about this year. You don't know what you're going to get. Like some, it's not some games he plays like horrific and throws five interceptions. But sometimes he's, it's not working. But if if he comes out and he is firing, like Cowboys are going to have their hands full. He finished second in the league in passing touchdowns. That's and again, no one talks about it. Yeah. Behind Dak, but still, like, 32 touchdowns for his first year starting. Like, that's insane. Yeah. Um, It is – it's in Dallas, which definitely benefits the Cowboys since they've been almost unstoppable at home. But Green Bay's been playing really well. Like, Mm -hmm. Jordan Love has looked phenomenal the last few weeks. And Aaron Jones is back healthy. Hopefully, A.J. Dillon is back. He was hurt this past week. But, like, that's – I think Dallas is going to win just because they are a super talented team. But, again, like, Green Bay is in a perfect spot. Like, they, their quarterback is doing just what he's supposed to be doing. Like, they're ahead of schedule as far as I'm concerned. Like, Mm -hmm. they have to be excited. Yeah, it's it's incredible that I know we've talked about it, but it doesn't like we're talking 30, 30 years of domination. Mm-hmm. Potentially, Rogers is probably a Hall of Famer. Favre is definitely a Hall of Famer, and I mean I'm not calling Love a Hall of Famer, but two Hall of Famers and a really good quarterback in his first year. You can't say this. I mean, look what happened. Like Belichick had his run with Brady, and they collapsed. Like yep. it's so hard to get two in a row, let yep. alone three in a row. Oh. Um, and Reagan, my brother, sort of brother-in-law, don't get upset. I mean, it would be wild to see the Packers go into Dallas and knock them out. Mm-hmm. I don't think it will happen. But, again, it's just – I think every game is fun to watch. I guess it's the playoffs, and I'm very excited to watch this game. Yeah. Um, it's not a peacocker and crap. No, okay, we're good. And it's McCarthy going up against the Packers. Like McCarthy's one of the worst coaches. <laughs> he, he's a terrible coach. I will say – like, he does make some bonehead decisions, but they, last year, they had Kellen Moore as offensive coordinator, 
and then shipped him out after he had this great year, Dak has put up better numbers this year. And it's with McCarthy calling the plays. Here's what I'll say about Mike McCarthy. If I could just memorize the quotes from Remember the Titans and I coach the team just by quoting Denzel Washington, I win that I win every game this season. With that, with that roster, I win every game. All you hear is you blitz all night. And that's all I would yell the entire season. We win every game. <laughs> Very simple. Strong side, right side, everything, left side, whatever. Like I, I win. I, I think he's a terrible coach. I I just do. Not saying he's like the worst, but I, I give him zero credit for what this franchise has done. All right. Harsh? Maybe. That's just how I feel. Feel my jellies, you know? I gotta just speak my mind. We disagree on that. So you're picking Dallas? To win I this? am picking Dallas, yeah. Yeah. So am I. I I, I think they have a. They're on a 16 game home win streak. Yeah, which would be even more impressive with the Packers. Like <laughs> I would want Dallas. I don't. Let me rephrase that. I think Dallas will win, but it'd be kind of fun to watch yeah. the Packers go in there and there's a discount double check to the fans and just walks out. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. That'd be the best winning thing. Anyway, I'm getting excited. I gotta calm down. All right, so we both think. I think the Cowboys win. So do you? Okay. Yep. There's a lot of good games. So all right, let, let's recap this. So, Browns and Texans have their own things with C.J. Stroud and Flacco. Dolphins and Chiefs, you got Tyree Kill going back into Kansas City to to play. Steelers Mm -hmm. and Bills, yeah. Packers-Cowboys, you have Mike McCarthy playing against his old franchise he coached for for like eight years. Now we're going to the Lions and Rams game Mm -hmm. where, if you were familiar, Goff was drafted by the Rams in, what, 2016, right behind Wentz? Mm -hmm. And ahead of Wentz. He was number one. You're right. And he got traded to the Lions as a man, whatever, and a couple first round picks for Matthew Stafford. And the gamble worked. And now you have the Lions because Mr. Ryan Gosling's incredible, even with his time filming Barbie. He's still crushing it. And on top of that, they got all the first round picks. That's what the Lions you're seeing. The gamble worked. And so you have all these, I don't want to call them revenge games, but there's a fun, almost every game has a fun little wrinkle to it. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, on the flip side, like it worked out for the Rams because they got their Super Bowl. Truly a win-win, honestly. Um, I say all that to say, Rams and Lions, this is Sunday Night Football. This is going to be nothing short of incredible. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, you're going into Detroit, which Detroit, this is the only reason I favor them in this game. They play very, very well in the dome. Yeah. Um, The numbers – I need to look them up side by side, but it's it's nothing short of incredible how much better they are at home in the dome. <laughs> that rhyme. Um, so you know, and the Rams are great. The Rams are hot. The cool is back. Cuffs back. They're playing well. I am not writing them off by any means. But the Lions' offense is just is just so good. It's not even funny. And Nakua broke the rookie receiving record. I yep. mean, he had 105 yard or 105 catches for almost 1500 yards. That's incredible. And then what is it? Kyler, Kyron Williams. Aaron Williams. He, even, he played like three-fourths of the season. He had almost 1,200 rushing yards and 12 touchdowns. Yeah. Incredible. He was a freak. I was uh, that guy that you send me videos of occasionally that does the Yeah, movies. it's so funny. Yeah. Did you see the one about the playoffs? Yeah, the NFC playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. And the script, like they messed up the script and – they're like, we need the Rams in. They're like, they don't have anybody. And they're like, who's Kyron Williams? Just make him the next Todd Gurley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, he came out of nowhere. Yeah. He's fun to watch. It's hard to – I like – you always find these little players, like, you like you just want to root for. Like, Nakua is one of mine. I'm, he's on my fantasy team. I'm like, you just, just do it, man. Like, you don't affect my teams very much. And it's just kind of fun to watch. And I feel like Williams is really – when I'm watching the games, I'm just like, he just – he moves so well and he runs so yeah. well. It's just fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, we've talked about it all year. Like they are a team that is fun to watch and you can't name five players on the team. That's true. Yeah. Like, I could go before I learned by clicking his name, I could go cup Nakua Stafford Donald. Yep. That's all I got. Yeah. And Mr. Stinky Wentz, which is still only four or five, I guess. But that's only because they picked them up like midway through the season. I feel like or something. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you don't you don't know the name. I don't know any defenders besides Aaron Donald. They're just winning football games. Yeah, yeah. It'll be. Uh, I I do 
tend to favor Detroit because it is in Detroit and they it's like their offense is it unlocked a different level at home. So yeah. that team will be interesting. Laporta is banged up. He's questionable play. So if he doesn't play, that'll be a big hit. But I'm so curious what Stafford does because like we said, it is his homecoming to Detroit where he spent nine years, 10 years. A long time. Yeah. Yeah. And set records with Megatron and everything. And is he, he seems to me like the guy is going to be like, okay, I'm going to show him something. And then he's like, pizza, pizza. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I hope he throws that into his cadences. Pizza, pizza. I would fuck it. I'd throw my beer. He's like, I'm out. Like, uh, he, they got to win. They got to gotta give him the win on that one. You got to mm-hmm. work that into it. Mm-hmm. That'd be awesome. That yeah, be- I, I, I don't – I just – this is going to be another fun game to watch. I do lean pretty heavy Detroit on this one as well. I'm – man, I feel like I could flip a coin and be happy either way. Yeah, that's how I feel. When I say yeah. Detroit, I'm not like, oh, Detroit. Yeah, I'm like, eh, yeah. Detroit? <laughs> just because I think – I like the Stafford story. I'm going to pick the Rams. But I like the golf story, so. Yeah, he's got more. Also, I have cards for sale if you're interested. (laughs) Got a golf rookie. I was actually looking it up. It's actually uh, almost doubled in price since I bought it because the guy was dumping it because golf got traded to the Lions like any normal person would. Oh, never mind. And you're like, I I got this. (laughs) Yeah. So the price has actually gone up, which is exciting. So, Mm -hmm. Um, all right. So I got so – that's fine. We disagree almost every game. It's interesting. Yep. Um, and then last but not least, which I'm excited for this too, this game will be better than I think people are putting it out to be. Mm-hmm. Eagles-Tampa, and this is going to be in Tampa, despite the fact that Eagles have two more wins, mm-hmm. you know, because the Buccaneers won the South. So I, it's a very hostile crowd. A lot of Pirates, a lot of things going on down there. A lot of – I'm out of names for Pirates, but uh, – <laughs> I mean, Baker had a really, really good year. He outthrew, he definitely outthrew Jalen Hurts mm-hmm. with, I would say, worst talent around him. And the Eagles just haven't played very well. No. And it's been recent. It wasn't like they sucked in the beginning. They were really good in the beginning, and they've gotten worse. So, I, and I want to see Baker Mayfield just demolish somebody. Yeah, I mean, Philly is definitely struggling. And they, um, I think they went one and six over the last seven games or something like that. Um, and Jalen Hurts is banged up. Like, he broke his finger. Yep. Did you see that? Like, they, I saw a picture of it. Just No, I did not see a photo of it, but it, I, I'm sure to. it's disgusting. You don't want to. Yeah, probably not. Um, and he's just staring at it, which is weird. But, yeah, I mean, Philly – it would be like them to figure it out in the wild card round, but they've been playing so poorly. Mm-hmm. The defense has looked terrible. Yep. Like I think Baker's throwing better than Hurts right now and has mm-hmm. less turnovers. And I think that's what it'll come down to. I think Jalen, if you put him in a pressure cooker and you're going to make him throw for a run for three touchdowns, mm-hmm. he's going to start making mistakes where Baker just hasn't. Like he's not going to. You're going to have to beat them straight up. You are not going to be able to beat them. Like, you, you can't hope for Baker to turn the ball over twice. Yeah. It, it's just not going to happen. So you're going to have to outplay him, which he finished seventh in the NFL in touchdowns. That's really only because he was hurt the last week. And I, he's really good. So we'll, we'll see what happens. A.J. Brown's questionable. Right. Yeah, and then Baker's questionable, but at least – at least he was questionable last week and played. They didn't play well, but he played. Um, right. So I'm hoping this week, you know, with a week of rest, he'll be all right. But I think – I don't know. If I had to put money on it, I'd put it for Philly. Yeah. But like you said, not by like a lot. Like I wouldn't be – I wouldn't be happily putting 20 bucks on that. I'd be like, I, if I have to, I guess. But I want Tampa to beat the crap out of them. Do you have something against Philly? No, I actually like Philly. It's more just <laughs> Baker. Everyone shits on Baker. 
And the fact he went through like four offensive coordinators in five years or four years in Cleveland, he took him to the playoffs and then they kicked him out of town after he separated his non-throwing shoulder. He goes to Tampa, limps in there, like, or goes to uh, the Rams last year, wins a game, two games for him out of nowhere with like three days of education in their playbook, goes mm-hmm. to Tampa as a write-off for four million bucks and throws the seven most touchdowns in the NFL and takes the team to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just fun to watch. That's just, and he's so much better as an underdog. Yeah. So much better. Yeah. So who are you picking? I'm picking Tampa. I'm picking yeah. Tampa. Yeah. Their defense is better than I thought. And I think unless AJ is just on one and he's and Hertz is throwing him jump balls and coming down with them, Philly's gonna have a rough time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm picking Tampa too. Like yeah. they Philly just I've like the last few weeks of the season, I continue to pick them because I'm like, they're going to figure it out. And they never did. And yeah. they just, their defense looks so bad. Their offense is banged up. Like Tampa, they only scored nine points against Carolina, but like, like you said, Baker was hurt. This is another week of just resting for him for a little bit. Like, I think they win this. Yeah, I, I agree completely. I mean, you got to look too. Like, I know Hertz was hurt, hurt a little bit the last game, and I know Mariota came in, but like that whole team got their butts kicked. Yeah, you know, I, against yeah. the, but huh? By the Giants. Yeah, exactly. Like it's not. It wasn't great, and it's just they're they're limping. They're limping into this, and that's never. I don't care what your talent level is. If the energy in the room is like, oh my god, if it goes from. Oh my gosh, we're amazing. We're gonna to dominate to oh boy, I hope we win this because otherwise it's gonna be embarrassing. That's just not you gotta play like you got people playing scared. Yep. And that's not gonna cut it. Yep. Um all right. so we disagreed on what? All of them? We agreed on all of them, but we disagreed uh, on three. Did we really? Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, sorry, we disagreed on half of them. Yep. That's what it was. Okay. Mm-hmm. They're all good games. There's not one game in here I'm like, eh. Like, I want to watch all of them. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's going to be amazing. So, okay. So then to go to the next line of uh, information, so the coaching carousel of the NFL, this yep. has probably been – first off, this is probably the most coach I've ever seen fired at the end of a season. I guess season in general because you got Staley, McDaniels, plus all the other coaches. But this has been nuts. I mean, the fact that you have, you know, just to do a quick recap and yep. stop me when I'm wrong here, Vrabel's gone, Belichick is gone, Staley's gone, McDaniels is gone, Arthur Smith is gone. Who else? Am I missing somebody? So I go by team. So we have Titans, Patriots, Chargers, Raiders, Commanders, Falcons, Panthers. Oh, yeah. So it's eight. Plus a bunch of coordinators got let go. Chicago lost their offensive coordinator. But they kept their head coach. Like, yeah. I mean, it, there's a lot of vacancies. And oh, really. Seahawks. Seahawks. Oh, yeah. Pete Carroll's gone. Yeah, Nicole. She, I called her on the way to home from work. Like, <laughs> uh, it was uh, Wednesday, I think. Mm-hmm. Or Tuesday. She thought I was lying. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not lying. I, I, I just looked on Facebook, and it was like, boom, right there. He's gone. Yeah. Um, and uh, the top three picks. Two of them lost their head coaches. So, uh, yeah. Washington has the third pick. The Patriots have the second pick, and they're getting new head coaches. So, so yeah, I mean, the Panthers, technically, but, yeah. Yeah, that that's – I don't know what – we're going to talk about that before we get off this, too. I, 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 I'm so curious what happens here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's such a big gamble either way with the Bears. But, yeah, a lot of coaches – the biggest shockers for me – Probably Vrabel and Carroll. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I I love Mike Vrabel. He was he made football fun. Last two years it's been rough, but I still love my Titans. But you know, Johnson was texting me. He's like, I just don't get it. I'm like, I kind of get it. Like he built a culture, kind of like a Marvin Lewis. Like he built a culture, and people responded well. Players love. He's a players coach, mm-hmm. but he's been bad the last two years. And honestly, it seems like he can't put offense together. Yeah. You know, so it's like two bad years. Your your studs, your Tannehill and Henry that are gonna be that have led that team over that time, 
you know, they're, they're gone. So like you do need probably a change and, you know, and we need to all, we need someone with a good offensive mind to come in there and help and sucks to lose Rabel, but I get it. Like Amy Adams wants to win now. Yeah. It feels like a, a Patriots situation. Yeah. Like the defenses have been good, but the offense just once you're, like you said, Tannehill and Henry, like he built the offense around those guys. And once they weren't able to carry the offense, he couldn't rebuild it, just like yeah. Belichick couldn't rebuild the offense once Brady left. Yep, that's exactly right. So I get it. I know we have a, we're interviewing the Bengals offensive coordinator Callahan. Um, we asked for like seven different coaches, so I'm curious what happens there. But it does suck. I text Logan, and he was like, "What?" I'm like, "Don't you know what I know, dude?" Yeah. Um, but yeah, he won't go. Most coaches go from a head coach to a coordinator. He won't. Do you He's- have a preference on your next head coach? Lions offensive coordinator. Uh can't say the name off the top of my head. I was reading it earlier. What he's done with that offense, I feel like it's incredible. Mm-hmm. And I, I they're interviewing like the offensive coordinator for the Giants. And I was like, no, go to the level of God. Like, please, <laughs> please don't hire this person because he seems nice in the interview. Like, look at his pedigree. Like yeah. he had a high draft quarterback, and I all they missed on all these players. Like, don't tell me a coach didn't have any say in those draft decisions. Like, I mean, he's an offensive coordinator, but still, I'm like, I, w- I want nothing to do with that. Mm-hmm. So if I had to go, I'd go Lions offensive coordinator. Okay. So then I have all these questions, but I'm going to go to this one next just because I am I think it's fun. If the Eagles lose, do you think Sirianni loses his job? I would say no. Um. I think Sirianni has been on the hot seat all year, but as an Eagles fan with that stack of a roster, right? I would be disappointed. I would say if Sirianni has one more year, it's hard to fire a coach when you win 11 games. Granted, when your expectations are up here and you win 11 games and you, you shit the bed in the first playoff, I think, I think if he loses, he's officially on the hot seat. I think that means he couldn't rally his team. He couldn't do it. Like, and he lost to the, Baker Mayfield Buccaneers, yes, I think next year, no, he won't be fired, but next year he'll be on the hot seat. If he does a 10-win year again and blows the playoffs with that talent, I mean, you're just wasting years at that point. Yeah, because, I mean, I like just looking through those playoff teams, I think, like, the Browns and Texans are fine. Yep. As far as coaching goes, Dolphins and Chiefs, nothing is changing. Steelers and Bills, like, there was some stuff about Mike Tomlin earlier in the year, but they made the playoffs with three quarterbacks that should not be starting on any team, basically. That's true. That's uh, true. Yeah. Uh, Rams, Lions, you're not firing either of those coaches. Nope. But, like, the Cowboys, like, McCarthy has been on the hot seat in the past. Like, if they lose to the Packers, he could be gone. And then – the Eagles, if they lose to the Bucks, I could see Sirianni, like the owner being like, dude, what the hell? Like, yeah. We were 10 and one and we got, we dropped down to a wild card and then got bounced in the first round by the winner of the NFC South. Yes. The, embarrassing is the right word. Um, yeah. I, 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 yeah, I, I don't think it'd be fired, but I think it's going to be like, all right, you, you better go. You better have a good draft. And you better yeah. take these amazing first-round picks you had last year and turn them into something because you have, on paper, won a, probably a top-three team in the NFL. Yeah. But it's Jalen Hurts. It all it lives and dies with Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. Mariota can't do it. Right. Okay. So then the other thing that I'm thinking about, do you think Belichick or Carroll coach for an, a new team? Oh yeah. Oh well, no. Carroll won't. So Carroll, they said something along the lines of he'll get, he's going to stay in the organization as oh. like a consultant. Yeah. So he won't. I mean, he, damn, the guy's seventy-two. He moves around better than I do, but he's seventy-two. Yeah. He's yeah. also probably got like a masseuse and all this crap, like a like a stretching coordinator. I don't know. But Carroll, yeah. Nicole, <laughs> you know, funny. Nicole was like, we were driving back from dinner from her sister's house, and she's like, you know, I really want some memorabilia with Pete Carroll's, you know, signature on it. She's like, you never get a piece of his chewing gum. Like, experiment, sixty dollars. Dallas game, like whatever. I was like, I would buy that gum. I'd buy that gum. Um, 
but yeah, he's going to stay with the organization. So I, I don't think he'll be coaching. But Belichick, I think the thing that screams, please, for the love of God, come here is uh, San LA, not San Diego. You already have the quarterback. You have the receivers. Eckler's probably gone. You have a good backup. You have Khalil Mack. You have Joey Boza. Like, you have all these great players, and you have the offense. You just need to build a defense. And that's all. He doesn't have to do anything on the offense. Yeah. Bring in your own coordinator. Hey, run this team for the love of God, not Joe Judge, just anything but that horrific staff in New England. Yeah. But, you know, bring in your own coordinator. And you can, t- the Chiefs are, the, that, the division's on the down. The Chiefs are not the Chiefs right now. Vegas is, man, and Denver's trying to figure out what the heck's going on, you know? So, I, if I'm if I'm Belichick, I'm going to LA. Yeah, that would be crazy because then you have Andy Reid, Sean Payton, and Bill Belichick all in the same division. Three of the greatest coaches to ever do it. Like, so the the thing that I'd be curious about, which I don't think this would happen, but Washington is an enticing team because they have the second pick for third. Mm-hmm. Is it second? I think they have the third. Okay. While you're talking, look at the draft order. Yeah. So, theoretically, whatever coach goes there can get the quarterback that he wants if yep. if they're able to move up. If Chicago decides we're sticking with Justin Fields um, and they want to trade out the first pick, then you just have to leapfrog New England um, if they are the third pick. What? Carolina, Chicago, Washington, New England, Arizona, Chargers. Washington's the two-pick. Okay. Yep. So they can get either Caleb Williams or Drake May, whoever is left. Yep. Um, so I don't – if I were the Washington owner, I wouldn't trust Bill Belichick to do that. No. But I could see that happening where they're like, Bill, we're going to give you this team. we got a lot of young talent. You're going to get your pick of quarterback, whichever one you want, for the most part, and go. Because, like, they have Brian Robinson. They have McLaurin still and Dotson and Curtis Samuel and those guys. The defense needs work because they trade away some big pieces. So I could see him going there. I wouldn't – if I were the owner, I wouldn't do that because I wouldn't trust him with the offense. But – yeah, Belichick's going to have a problem with authority because he's been the GM and coach for 20 years. Yeah. So being told what to do by another person who Belichick does not see as his equal, I think Belichick's going to have a really hard problem. So I think that's got to be part of it is like, if I come coach for you, you got to give me control because Belichick doesn't need to coach. He is, he's a Hall of Famer. He, no one will ever forget his name in our, our generation. Like, mm-hmm. he is incredible. But if I'm him, I'm like, look, I want full control. I don't need a GM. If I have a GM, I get to trump him, whatever. I, like, there's got to be some sort of agreement. I, honestly, I don't want him in Tennessee because I've seen how the Belichick way does without Tom Brady. Yeah. It's an utter nonsense mm-hmm. without, like, oh, I can do what I want because I have Tom Brady. Well, and I don't want my coach to be the GM. No, like, it shouldn't. That – I've seen it fail enough times where I'm like, oh, no, like that, those should be two separate things. I don't know. Bill O'Brien did a pretty good job in Houston. Right. Exactly. He had to go, man. Exactly. He was <laughs> terrible. For, for like a second. Yeah. He was. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I, I wouldn't want, if, if we hire Belichick, I'll probably have a pure panic attack. I, I want nothing to do with that, man. Yeah. But, if I'm drafting, let, let's just, you know, I'm here. All right, let's just do it. So, all right, go to the top five picks. I don't think we need to go any further because I think after that it's just all with the tackles anyway. So, you have Chicago, you have Washington, you have New England, you have Arizona and the Chargers. But I'm going to go from the, I'm going to keep going a little bit more. So, you have the Giants, Tennessee, and Atlanta after that. So, the first biggest hurdle is you're the GM of Chicago. What are you doing? Right. What are you doing as a if you if you had the assets they have? What are you asking me? I'm asking you. Yeah. Um, if I am the GM of that team, 
I am calling Atlanta and saying, hey, what do you want? Or what will you give us for Justin Fields? Because they, like, they passed on Patrick Mahomes. Mm -hmm. And they've passed on other guys. And I think for the sake of my job, I can't pass on Caleb Williams. And so trade away Justin Fields, get a first-round pick for him if you can, get a two and a three if that's what it is. And then you have Caleb Williams at number one. You still have, you know, a top ten. Number nine. No, yeah, so number mm-hmm. nine pick where you can get another piece um, and go from there. So, you, so I actually agree. I don't know if I go to Atlanta. I, I, I don't need specifics. I just mm-hmm. – I, I definitely am not saying Caleb Williams is my guy because I just – I heard some nonsense that said if Caleb Williams was on Washington's offense, he would have torched Michigan. Now, I am as the biggest Michigan hater you're probably ever going to meet in your life. That wouldn't have happened. Michigan's no. defense is incredible. And Caleb Williams has done nothing but suck this entire year. Like yeah. seven wins, seven wins. No, like even Mahomes when he was at Texas Tech had more wins than that. Mm-hmm. Like, don't give me that crap. Like, oh well, if he had more talent, like you're at USC, man, you could have transferred if that was the case. Don't give me that nonsense. You did better last year. I'm on a tangent. The point is, I'm not saying Kelly Williams is my guy, but I hate even saying it. But Justin Field, you've seen enough of Justin Field saying whether it's my coaching staff, the air, I don't know, but he is not a good fit in Chicago. Mm-hmm. He's got to go. I still believe Fields can go somewhere and be pretty successful, but it's not Chicago. Yeah, and it the thing that's tough is he's entering his fourth year, and so they need to decide on his fifth year option. Which, if they pick it up, then you're working on a contract with him, and the market value of a quarterback is forty million dollars a year, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, does Chicago want to pay him that? I doubt it. Oh. So, in order to avoid that, start the clock over. And you draft another rookie quarterback. You get some picks for Fields. Hopefully it works out. But, worst case, you tell your fans, like, hey, we heard you. Fields is not the answer. Yeah. We're trying to somebody else. And if it doesn't work out, hey, like, it doesn't work out. Yeah, yeah. You but you know you're going to get from Fields, right? He's electric. He's going to put fans in the stands. He's going to run for a lot. He'll make some big splash plays. But whatever you whatever's going on in Chicago, it's not it's not right for Fields. Yeah. All right. So then, if I'm and if I'm Chicago, I'm trading back into the top five. I'm going after Marvin Harrison Jr. I'm mm-hmm. getting Caleb. I got DJ Moore. I'm trading Arizona, jumping back up five spots, and I'm going to get Marvin Harrison. I'm going all in on DJ Moore, Marvin Harrison Jr., and Caleb Williams. Dang. And I'm probably bringing Derrick Henry in, too, because <laughs> you could probably get him for six, seven million. You got the cap space because you're not paying a quarterback. You got a rookie court quarterback. You can bring in a veteran running back, even if it's just to help teach you know, your other running back and be a big third down bruiser. I yeah. don't know. But if I'm Chicago, that's what I'm doing. Um, and I think everyone thinks May is going to go second to Washington. I agree with that. I think that is an incorrect pick, but I think that's what everyone will say. Mm-hmm. I want Daniels from LSU. I want, that kid is incredible. He's yeah. fast. He can throw. Like He's just so much fun to watch. And I'm taking him over May all day. That rhymed again. I'm on fire tonight. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it feels like the Anthony Richardson situation last year, right? Like, you have this super athletic quarterback that had a really good year, and obviously Daniels did. He won the Heisman. Um, But he just doesn't have as much um, tape or experience or whatever you want to call it to match up with Frank May or Williams. Yeah. But he is exciting. And – um, I I don't know. I haven't watched enough tape of him to know. Like, I think it does feel like it's going to be the first three picks or quarterbacks already. And yeah. it's 
January. Like we haven't even had a chance to like get to the combine and have quarterbacks do their normal thing where they move up. Yeah, the hype's not even there yet. This is just you and I talking. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I, I would take him. And I guess if I'm looking at this, so because if you if they don't take him, here's the kicker. Arizona's gonna keep Kyler, they're gonna take Marvin Harrison. Chargers don't they have Herbert, and then it gets kind of funny. Tennessee, we got Levis, but if Daniels falls to us, is that the worst pick? I don't know. Atlanta needs a quarterback. Jets, they might need a court, not quarterback this year, but they're going to need a quarterback. Denver, yes. Minnesota, yes. Vegas, yes. New Orleans, yes. Indy, no. Seattle, I'd still say yes. Uh, so those are all your next picks. So, like, if, if if I'm New England and I'm like, well, if I don't take them, someone's going to take them. Like, no. he's not going to slip out of the first round. I don't think. Now, maybe I'm wrong. But mm-hmm. – I think that's what you have to do. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm dealing, I've gone back and forth, but my gut says I definitely deal fields. Yeah. It and sucks. It, I love him. Yeah, it does suck. Like he is a fun quarterback to watch. It's just, like you said, there's something about Chicago and fields that don't mix. And yeah. I think it's a lot of, there's something about Chicago and quarterbacks just don't mix. <laughs> Yeah, considering the last great quarterback was Jay Cutler in Chicago, I feel like they really got to sit back and be like, what are we doing with our lives? You know, this is what we do for a living. This is all we do. We do football, and you still suck at picking quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. Or not picking quarterbacks, a.k.a. Mahomes. Like, what? Yeah. And then you look at Bay, and they're on their third quarterback in 30 years. So It's because they own the Bears. There's a receipt (laughs) and everything. It's just, Uh I own you. But – yeah, I still looking at this draft. It's funny because I still don't know how the Chargers got in the top five. I have no idea. Like again, if I'm Chargers, I'm probably jumping to three, and I'm going ahead of Arizona. I'm going to get Marvin Harrison Jr. Like if I am in, if I have my quarterback and I'm in the top ten, I am going after that guy. Yeah, yeah. I, he's just too talented. He's durable. I, it, the name alone will sell jerseys. <laughs> alone, the production on the field. Yeah, I mean, the thing – I didn't watch a ton of college football this year because UC was terrible. But yeah. it does feel like there are a lot of wide receivers in this draft. Mm-hmm. You, But it is like Marvin Harrison Jr. Like, that is a name, yeah. right? Um, is he head and shoulders better than every other wide receiver? I don't think so. But like you said – he will immediately sell you jerseys and tickets. Yep. Whereas an LSU receiver or one of the receivers from Washington is not going to do that. Yeah, that's true. I agree with that. Um, all right. So another, another bit of information. So what do you think, where do you think Jim Harbaugh is going? Right. Right. We even talked about saving or Harbaugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just to, Highlight it. Saban is retiring from Alabama. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't sound like he's going to coach again, uh, but he retires the best coach in college football history. Yep. Um, maybe second behind Bear Bryant, but both Alabama guys, which yeah. are crazy. <clears throat> so we can talk about him more. Uh, Harbaugh, he that's another situation where it feels like he's going to want to go to a team – an NFL team where he can be the GM as well. Yeah. He likes having control. Yep. And if I am an owner, I don't want to do that, but it is one of those things where it's like, you're going to get four or five years of him and he's a good coach before he wears out his welcome. Yeah. So it could be going to the chargers where they already have a quarterback and he can work with Herbert on that or, Again, I think you need a quarterback for it to work. So then going to Washington where he can draft his guy, Mm -hmm. that's kind of the – or he stays – I don't think he stays at Michigan ultimately because there's just all of that – the cheating scandal and all that stuff that's going on where I just don't think it makes sense for him to stay. I agree. There's too much – I think there's too much cloud around it. He won't come out and deny anything yet. But that's the kicker for me. Like, hey, what are you going to do? Like, this is days after. He's like, I'm just enjoying the win. Like, right. Okay. Why don't you just say you're leaving then? Because you know, you're not like, I'll see you guys next year. You could have just said that. 
That means you're at least considering it, mm-hmm. you know. And I would take hardball. I'd take hardball in an instant. My problem is, he's got this obsession with J.J. McCarthy. I don't think McCarthy's that good. I, I think he's – and maybe I'm not seeing it like everyone else is, but, like, I just – he beat Ohio State. And he made some amazing throws against Ohio State for, like, mm-hmm. 140 yards. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I'm looking at all these bets on him and, like, 170 yards, 180 yards. I'm like, that's it? He's definitely going to hit that. He barely hits it. Like, mm-hmm. he's just not – they have this run game. You saw it, national championship. It was incredible. Like, he doesn't have to throw the ball. And yeah. they're talking about if Harbaugh goes, he wants McCarthy to go with him. And it's like, I, I mean, I'm not putting my bread in that basket myself. Like, if you go to Tennessee and you use a high pick to take freaking McCarthy, I'll probably kill you. Yeah. But – I. I wonder how much of that is him just supporting his quarterback. It could be. You're right. It could just be, yeah, McCarthy's great. Like, this good kid, you know, draft him. It could be that. I don't know. Plus, he'd have to convince a franchise and a GM to be like, you want to do this. Right. Uh, so, I, I don't know. But, yeah, I, I'd be curious. I don't think he'll stay NCAA. I think I think that's why, you know, part of saving getting out of it is you're going to 12 teams next year. That's early. And I think that it's just too much. Mm-hmm. And – if you want my opinion on it, <clears throat> I think Saban knows he can't compete because he's already losing the recruits. Just hear me out. He's already losing recruits. Like, his team was good this year. They weren't great. I would take that team. If I could play that team in Ohio State, I'd take them every time. But they weren't as competitive. It's about to get even worse with 12 teams. And you have these NIL deals, like you said earlier. And it's like, it, it's changing a lot, and he's probably getting out while he can, which is what I think Belichick should have done when Brady left. Like, mm-hmm. just get out. Like, don't don't even show your hand of, like, I have two bad seasons because all these NIL deals, and now I'm retiring. Because now instead of retiring on top, you're retiring because you got beat. That's my two cents. But. Yeah, we were talking about before we started recording. Um, I was reading an article about Saban before we got on, and it sounded – like he was saying the reason he's retiring is because the college football game is just different because of NIL deals, because of the transfer portal, because of the conference realignment, all that stuff. And from what he was saying, it sounds like it it's just hard for him to build a culture with his team when guys can just leave whenever they want. Um, and there's just all this money involved where the the discipline that comes with being on a Nick Saban coach team is just not there. Like, if I'm 18 and I'm making a million dollars, I don't give a shit what you're saying to me, Nick Saban. Like, yep. you know, so I think for guys like him and like Belichick, if you don't have the right players there, it's just not going to work. And yep. It it is sad because I I kind of echo his sentiments where I just don't love the direction that college football is going right now, um, and that's partially because I am a UC fan and it it seems skewed towards the top flight teams. Mm-hmm. And you're just not going to get those smaller schools that can compete, and that that sucks. Um, so yeah, I mean, I maybe it is him feeling like the game is passing him up at this point in this age. Maybe it's what he's saying, and it's you know just not a game that he wants to coach anymore. Yeah. The kicker is, we'll never know. He went out on right. top. It was incredible. Like, it, there's no blunder. There's no nothing. There's no, they just he's incredible. I mean, and the college football fan in me is upset. The yeah. SEC hater that lives deep in my soul. Is so excited now. Kirby Smart is just to go to the NFL and watch that <laughs> France, that freaking division just crumble into hell where it belongs. <laughs> Ooh, sorry, had to get that out. Um, you didn't say it. Where do you think Harbaugh is going? I don't know because I don't know what his intentions are. So I don't know if he's is he being serious about McCarthy. Where he wants if he's being serious about McCarthy, he wants GM control. Mm-hmm. So you're going to, have to go to someone who's really desperate. Washington team's quite desperate for some wins. Where Tennessee's had some wins, the Raiders haven't been awful. The Chargers have been good. I think Washington is your best 
panic attack team that they're like, for the love of God, please put someone in here with leadership that can actually win games, knows who their quarterbacks are, Ron Rivera, and can actually coach a team. So if I had to pick, I would say Washington, and he wants to play his, play his brother every year, but maybe he wants to. I don't know. I Just having it noodle around in my brain right now, can you imagine him going to Atlanta and getting – like if they draft McCarthy at eight, whatever. Like he has Bijan, he has Algier, he has Kyle Pitts, he has Drake London. Like the stuff he could do with that offense where he just has McCarthy – basically being at Alex Smith back there. Yep. Like, That's the best team on paper available. I think the Chargers are right there, but I think Atlanta is the best team. I think what sits them over the top is the division. It's weak. Yeah. You can go win it tomorrow with decent quarterback play. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't run the ball over, you'll win that division. Yeah. So that's my two cents. But, yeah, I, I would say, yeah, Washington or Atlanta. I, I would say those are – Atlanta's a very if – I'm in, if I, I want to go to Atlanta if I'm a coach because – they're yeah. gonna pay me well. I don't have to. I have a high pick. All I need is a quarterback. You can trade up, go get your quarterback, and you're good. You're good. You're set. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. So that would be very. I'll be very excited to see how this all happens because it will start happening here soon. Right. So well, and it was weird this year because there weren't as many firings like on Monday. It was kind of spread out. Yeah, it trickled over like four days. So what? Like Monday to till today, I feel like it just kind of trickled. Even like Belichick and them, like. They, like, kind of – I don't even know if he's technically – oh, he just got – so today he finally left. Yeah, so it was it really like trickled on um, yeah. for a couple of days. But, yeah, you're right. The, I'll, be, I'll be curious to see where he – built. my most curious coach is Bill because I want to see where he goes, mm-hmm. but also how it is because he just can't bring that Belichick way with him. There's, you can't. Right. right. No one's putting up with that crap because you're not winning. Right. So – Man. Well, that is week 18 and all the drama alongside of it. <laughs> and I think I'm joking and dying. <laughs> we got playoffs. playoffs. We got playoffs. It's going to be awesome. I, uh, yeah, all these games. I feel like there's always, like, how many times in the NFC South in the last couple of years you see a winner and you're like, oh, my gosh, okay. Like, even when Brady came in, like, was it last year when Brady played? And you're like, okay. Like you, you were seven and nine. I'm really not worried about this. And they got their butts kicked. Like there's always one team that somehow snuck in. You kind of roll your eyes. I don't feel like that this year. No, I, yeah. I mean, I don't think any of the wildcard teams are going to make it to the Super Bowl. but like Cleveland has a good shot. The Dolphins, if they can get past the Chiefs, have a de- decent shot. Like yeah. the Rams could, Rams could cause some problems. Like, we'll see. Yeah, it is going to be fun to watch. I'm very excited. So they get to one more work day, and then it's all football for two straight days. So mm-hmm. I'm very excited about that. But, yeah, tune in next week. We'll obviously recap the uh, playoff games, a little more detail, a little less games. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll do our picks for the divisional round. And we'll go, I'm sure by then, there'll be some more coaching drama and stuff going on. So we'll get a little bit of that. We'll break it down. And be sure to mark your calendars for Pro Bowl Sunday because we're going to be doing Mike's Punishment. That's so disgusting. I'm so <laughs> not bored of that at all. I hope I get COVID before then and I can just not get you sick. <laughs> we'll I not get you sick, but in a bubble it sounds great. Yeah. We can postpone it when you get your taste back. That seems like a bad idea. Maybe we do it virtually. You just <laughs> mail me the food and I'd open it and eat it at five. <laughs> so, all right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. See you.